Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Hello and welcome to the Darling Download. It is Cox Plate Day and, well, what a big day. Right around the country, uh, that is for sure. And straight into the night tonight, we're all about Toowoomba Racing. There's a seven-race card at Toowoomba tonight and it is going to be an absolute beauty as I welcome Chris Nelson, my offsider here on the Darling Download. Chris, it's an exciting day. It is, Sammy. And look, on the local front, Many people out there don't know this, but it's a bit of a double header in Toowoomba, isn't it? Clifton during the day. Yes. It's a non-tab meeting at Clifton, one meeting a year, and this is the Clifton Cup. And then you can, as we're told, half an hour up the road is Toowoomba or Clifford Park, and you can go there in the evening. How so good. how good is that? It's a day-nighter. How good. And uh, with our guest today, we are going to be talking to a <coughs> Clifton Hall of Famer, yeah. which is Paul Hamblin, well, uh, one of the hardest-working jockeys in the world, he's a dead set freak, and he's heading to Clifton for a couple uh, today, and then he's going uh, to Toowoomba tonight for a couple. So uh, he will we'll... still be riding horses, Sammy, when we've well and truly hung up our boots. I think so. I think so. It's uh, right to the very end, uh, Hambo, and uh, he goes a hundred miles an hour, and <laughs> he's good at it too. He's very good at it, and he'll jump on anything. He's got a ticker as as big as himself. It's huge. Got art as big as himself. Yeah, that's <laughs> they right. They say in racing. That is right. Farlap. Got a heart as big as himself. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to chat to Sabir Alim, uh, Alarm, Sabir Alarm, uh, who is a trainer at Deegan. He's got a really interesting background. He mm. trained a winner uh, at Toowoomba uh, back in September, and that horse goes around tonight, Cassowary, and uh, not without a chance too. It's going to. It's a fascinating chat with Sabir. Really looking forward to it. Yep, definitely. Now, Cox Plate Day, uh, well, there's, it's a big day right around the country. Anywhere you go, uh, Cox Plate Day. Chris, uh, have you got a tip for us in the Cox Plate? Well, I've narrowed it down to two chances. Okay. Me. Alligator blood. Yes. I, I think it's the sort of race where you can – there's question marks around pretty much every runner. Um, we've got the, the romantic warrior, the, um, the Hong Kong horse. Has he improved since the Turnbull? Don't know. Everyone says he's improved four lengths, Sammy. Pretty easy to say that, but has it actually happened? I can only go on what I saw in the Turnbull, and he was beaten comprehensively by Gold Trip. Um, Alligator Blood, he's doing nothing wrong. What's his issue? Why are people shying away from him? He just keeps on winning. You know he's going to be up in the firing line. You know he's going to be as tough as old boots. So I'm having, or I'm going with him, and I'm also going with Militarise, a three-year-old. I really think he can run a race. Uh, 49 and a half kilos. I thought his Caulfield Guineas run was good. Whether it's up to this grade remains to be seen, but that's what the weight relief is there for. So he's got that advantage over the others. So I'll go with those two. How about you? Uh, look, I'm going a bit left field here. I'm going Jewess. Uh, barrier one, it's, uh, uh, you know, she's been getting back in all these races. That obviously, the first couple, though, are too short for her. She's very effective at 2,000 metres. Those last two runs in the Underwood and the Caulfield Stakes, they've been really good. And... Uh, do you know what? She's come from bad gates at both of those, or wide draws. Anyway, she's drawn Barry one. If she can sit three back the fence um, and off off a solid tempo, I don't think she's hopeless. Like, she's $26. I I just think, and wouldn't it be good to see Damien Oliver oh. finish his career winning a Cox Plate? Certainly uh, would. It's uh, That would be so good. I just think... I don't know. I, 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 as I'm like you, I think there's fours and against for a lot of horses in, in, in this Cox Plate today. And 
yeah, for some reason, I, I just sort of thought, you know what, she's she hasn't been hopeless away for age, this horse, uh, at every run this time round. And, and with the right run, I think uh, she could... She could be a surprise result. So I'm going to hang my hat on Jewess. I think Imperatrice will win the uh, sprint. It's a jet, isn't it? Probably would have won the Everest. Yeah. Would have given uh, Think About a run for its money. It's a, it's a serious horse. Serious horse. Uh, but, yeah, we've got uh, tips for Toowoomba tonight, which we will get later on in the show. Uh, I was about the money last week. Uh, I know you haven't done your tally. But... I had a spreadsheet issue. Uh, did you? Malfunction. That's uh, the word, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get our first break out of the way and uh, we will come back on the other side and we will chat to the Clifton Hall of Famer, Paul Hambo Hamblin. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Low, and our first guest on the show this morning is Paul Hambo Hamblin. Uh, he's one of the hardest working jockeys, not just in Australia, Chris O, not just in Queensland, but in, in the, the world. world, in the world, this bloke, he just loves to ride horses. Hambo, welcome to the Darling Download. Good morning, Sammy. Now, uh, Cox Plate weekend, um... It's uh well it's a, it's a, it's a big time of the year isn't it for anyone in horse racing and obviously uh you've been very close to to many good horses uh over the years and probably I'll I'll start off by asking what what has been your your favorite Cox Plate memory or or do you have a memory from a Cox Plate day that that sticks thick in your mind Hambo Oh no really, I did go to a couple of them when I was down there looking after Falvlon um, over the years, but yeah, I uh, generally used when I was the rest of the time I was down there and riding, I was uh, usually riding somewhere that day. Well, uh, you have had a you have had a couple of rides there, from what I can see. You have you have ridden a few races at the Valley. Uh, Thirty-two rides for two winners and five placings. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I don't check up on all the stats, but yeah, it probably would have been just a couple of jump races when they had the uh, jump oh. racing at Mooney Valley when I first went down there. Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. Hambo, uh, I tell you what, where we are nearing the Jericho Cup, which is uh, down in in uh, down at Warrnambool in December. Have you got one targeted for for that race? I have. I've been asked. For, there's a couple of horses up in Queensland being set for it, and I've been asked to go down, but I actually not licensed at the moment. Um, I haven't didn't renew my license last year. I actually I'd, I got got down there on a visitant license when I raised in last year and I ran third on Declamos. Um, but I haven't relicensed this year, and uh, I don't know if they're going to give me a visitant license like last year because I haven't ridden over the jumps for three years. Or so. so there's got a few new reels in place. So I think it's real. Me and Blake, uh, Luke Williams is reeled out now because he hadn't ridden in enough jumps races. And uh, Adam Rousey, I think they've. Yeah, so they've chopped the numbers back a bit, so I don't know how they're going to go on for riders, uh, for numbers for riders in it. So I'd be grateful if they give me a visit and license to go back down and ride in it because, yeah, a couple of people already asked me. Yeah, well, I know um, uh, Mark Walsh, the member of the Irish Mafia, uh, he and Jared Wheelow have got a horse that's uh, heading down that way for uh, 
for the Jericho. I think it's going to a race at Bow Desert, one of those qualifying races at Bow Desert, and then they're looking to go to the Jericho. But it's, uh, I tell you what, in in its short time that it's been going, it's a great race day and a, and a, and a, 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 just a fantastic thing, isn't it? The Jericho Cup and Bill Gibbons and and his family they've done a, a super job getting it off the ground and and it's just uh, building year after year. Yeah, they've marketed it well, Sam. It's it's got a big following because of you know like the, the um, qualifying races in uh, New South Wales and all the different states and up here. That the one you're talking about at Bow Desert was originally one at the Gold Coast, but because Gold Coast is straight down, they're having it at Bow Desert this year. So yeah, and it's got a it's got a big following uh, because every state's got the qualifiers. So it's it's a worldwide watch thing now, and it's over that unique um, you know jumps course up over the hill. It's a, um, people always talk about it leading up to it for sure. Paul, let's go back a bit. Um, when did it all start for you? I mean, I know you've been around quite some time. According to my stats here, you've uh, had five thousand five hundred and fifty-eight rides, uh, and. That might even be accurate. It might be unders. So when did you start riding? Uh, I think it was 1981. And I don't think that that's up to date everything because that was before the, you know, the, the computers all started clicking into that information. But, um, yeah, so there might be a few more than that, I think. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't think the, all the uh, stats were uh, started when I was back riding when I started off. <laughs> About a Toowoomba boy, aren't you, Hambo? Or that's where that's where you did a lot of your time riding. A lot of my time. I'm I'm white born and raised in a little town called Leeburn, um, which is just uh, not far from Warwick, and it's near Clifton. I was apprentice at Clifton. I went to Clifton High School, and I was apprentice um, to Danny Byrne. The stable was right next door to Clifton High School, so that yeah, that's only probably twenty minutes from Leeburn, and yeah, it's another half an hour to Warwick, so. That's where I'm originally from, Clifton Lieburn area. And then, uh, but you rode a lot at Toowoomba, didn't you? Yes. So I did move to Toowoomba when I came out in my time, and I probably rode there for nine or ten years in Toowoomba, and then I moved to Emerald. I got a little bit heavier, and I won the premiership there, and then I, I give up for about five years and moved down to Brisbane to be to ride work in Brisbane and. Um, yeah, you know, I was performing for Barry Ball and there for a bit, and then rode work in Brisbane before I uh, eventually went to Victoria to do the, um, about 16 years down there with me you know, as a jump jockey. And as Sammy says, you are the hardest working uh, jockey in the world because every time we ring you, you're actually on a horse. <laughs> Doesn't matter what time of the day it is, you're actually riding. I mean, if you're not riding in a race, you're riding track work or doing something else. You, I, you don't strike me as the sort of guy that would ever retire. Oh, no, I'll probably eventually eat up a bit. But, yeah, you, I suppose you always want to be doing something or you, you, know, you yeah. need to be a little bit active in life, otherwise you go downhill, I think. <laughs> yeah, you do. You've got to remain. You've got to keep moving, and you're certainly doing that. Yeah, well, I don't really enjoy riding at work all day, but it's hard to get riders these days. It's uh, it's it's becoming, um, you know, a really hard thing to get riders anywhere and there's a lot of uh, girls from pony clubs and question actually coming to ride track right now which is a big help but uh there's always a shortage of track riders no matter what what part of australia or you go at the yeah. moment yeah there's no doubt about that and i think that's um that's one of those things that where training horses has changed so much hasn't it ambo i mean 
uh, from back in the day to now, obviously treadmills are, are a big thing, big part of a lot of stables because because of the fact that, you know, people are, are so restricted with how many riders they've got. And a lot of those big big stables I know down in Melbourne have have the treadmills been to change their work up and but the fact that they haven't got the, the track riders that uh, or enough track riders uh, to to work them every day. Yeah, that's very uh, true, Sam. I noticed that the last, you know, six or seven years before I moved back up here, like the Caulfield, Kiramar and, you know, all those good trainers there, they used to just, you know, they could even bring a horse up nearly fully on a treadmill, you know, to prep for a race, you know, except for probably a couple of trials. But that's that's how important they become. And Queensland hasn't kind of triggered onto that treadmill thing, but it'll come in the next yeah, a few years up here too because yeah you're right it's it's not only just not being able to get track riders it's just the time you've got to um work horses before the tracks close to get them all done with the, such a big numbers of all the big trainers we've got these days it's, so you're right it's, it's, the treadmills have become a very big part of it to give you an indication of uh how hard or how much hambo loves riding horses chris i i remember um Years ago, I went over to Perth to ride Pantani in the Perth Cup, and Hambo had gone with Robbie Lang, uh, you know, just to have a couple of quiet weeks, you know, and they took Pantani over, and I think he was based at Lark Hill, and uh, Hambo was would ride Pantani work, but he ended up going back to Melbourne because there was not enough horses to ride work. He could he. You know, the fact that he was riding Pantani and, and then he might pick up another couple, but he, he needed to be busy all morning. That is true, isn't it, Hambo? Yeah. Now stop. Yeah, I, I did rush back. I, yeah, I was actually stuck out in a little uh, uh, farm. Was only a trainer. Had, he had two or three horses, and I did work them around the sand hills, and it did give me something to do after one horse. But yeah, it was just probably... Uh, Probably a little bit too quiet. It's probably uh, I was trying to do it as a little bit of a break, but it just became a bit monotonous. So I did end up going back home within the week, I think. Someone else back over. <laughs> Is there ever a time when oh, you just sit down and think, oh, I'm just going to have a break for five minutes or no? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm trying to do it now. I'm trying to slow up, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly learning to do it, but it has taken time. You are the best. Now, tomorrow, Cox Plate, or should I say today, uh, Cox Plate Day, you are heading to Toowoomba tonight. Uh, Michelle Laban. No, I remember when she trained at Yarra Glen, Michelle Yabar- Laban. Uh, you're riding a horse in the first race called Burgunda. Yeah, it's a former horse from Victoria, yes, I see. And, yeah, actually, uh, wrestling Michelle, I actually am going to Clifton first. That's where I was actually apprenticing Clifton. It's race meetings, the only meeting to have is a Cox Plate Day. So I'm riding at Clifton first and then going into Toowoomba. Can I just ask you about that? Paul? Well, well, when I I looked at your rides, I see you've got two tonight. You've got two at Clifton and you've got one at Gympie. And I'm going, I know he's good, but surely he's not that good. I was going to ask you if you had a chopper. I mean, you're going to go. No, Brave Enough is going around tonight, though. That's going around. To, that's the horse I tipped on punters, mate. Oh, you did that's too. Going, that's so, right. I was going to so say, it's not running you'd at have Gimpy. to, 2.20, you've got to ride at Clifton, <laughs> 2.55 at Gympie, and then back to Clifton by three. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, no it's, it's, it was just a double accept. Glenn did book me, Glenn Richardson did book me for brave enough early in the week for Gympie, and I said, yeah, that's fine. I can get, get up to Toowoomba that night. I've got to go to Toowoomba. 
But then I got offered rides at Clifton, which I always like to ride because where I you know, did my apprenticeship. And then Glenn said, look, I'm going to still accept um, in case I draw wide at uh, Sunshine Coast, I might end up going to Gympie or the race at Clifton get called off because there's rain around. We, we still got that best leave. But no, it's starting tonight. So yeah, I'm not riding that one at Gympie. So it all worked out. Right. Well, we'll start off with um, Clifton. You're riding in race two, Chisholm from gate one for Rachel Watts. Yes. Yeah, it was actually was a it was a late nom because I only had about I think five noms in the class being Rachel late nommed it and uh yeah, it's it's obviously a good chance in that race. It raced in a higher class last night in the benchmark sixty two and it's back to class B which uh, you know, it's just uh, they're a bonus win if you can get into a class B. You're only allowed into it if you don't win so much um, for a winning prize money in a country maiden, you can get into Class B, and um, it's just an ideal race for at Clifton. And you're also riding Copper Sunset in race three for Troy Pascoe. Three runs this time in hasn't figured in the placings. No, I rode it at Isvale a couple of weeks ago, and it was just they went hard from start to finish. But Clifton's a, uh, I think it's it'll be it'll probably run. I'm not saying it can win, but it'll probably run in into a place at Clifton with a bit of luck. And I think I might even end up with a ride in the first because there's three horses without jockeys and I'll be getting there for the first and uh, because there's no one else there, they'll let me ride you know, two or three overs. There's no other jockeys. Unfortunately, yeah, Clifton always gets big up a lot of jockeys because they always just go from Clifton into Toowoomba, which is just half an hour up the road. But for some reason, we're a bit short this year uh, and I'll probably best. end up with one first. <laughs> you are the so I'll make sure I'm there. So <laughs> You make sure we you're there to like open that. the gates. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, then you're heading... Go, yeah. Uh, we're trying to, you know, there's, there's a lot of horses scratched in the country out here because there's that, like, uh, the, especially this month with Guineas, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup, there's just the influx of meetings in Queensland. All clubs want to race on the big days and this yeah. is where we get jockey drainage and it's just, it's sad when, you know, you've got people... Trainers and owners paying up for horses and getting to the races and they can't get a jockey. So finally, we've got this um, set of scratching horses because you can't ride any more than two over at TOBs and everywhere. I've got it changed that instead of making people send horses home, if there's a jockey available, they, they allow they allow them to ride whatever weight you know whoever's available can ride whatever weight they can just so the horse gets a start. Otherwise, you've got horses um, getting scratched at race meeting and there's jockeys sitting in the room because they they can't ride you know, anything less than two kilos over. So we've, we've finally changed that to help the country club. So we've been working on this for the last two years. So it's sad that people got to pay money. Yeah, good. don't want to leave the poor owners that pay money for the things. They may as well see the horse going around, you know, because they go there for family, get, you know, for um, big friends, gather around for local meetings, and there's a lot of owners there to go and watch their horse. So it's pretty sad. We've got to stand in the store while the races are on. Yeah, for sure. Now, Toowoomba tonight, Burgunda from the good gate. Yeah, I just, it, look, it's going to need a mile and further. So I reckon when it, it'll probably need a couple of runs. So it, look, maybe fresh, it'll probably run into a plus third or fourth, I'm hoping. And, you know, they'll probably run it off at speed early, but hopefully we can finish on. But I think it, it'll be something, you know, third or fourth up over a mile, 1800. Looks like it'll probably suit it and do that kind of race at Toowoomba. So I'd be looking at that and, you know, Next month or over Christmas time, New Year, it'll be probably getting up over that distance. It'll be probably winning about then, I'd say. 
Uh, race five, you're riding Alizano, who placed at Toowoomba two back and uh, was outclassed in town last time. This is a lot easier. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I've ridden it a few times last pair, but it's a very hard pulling horse. It's, it, but Toowoomba's not too bad because they seem to have, they go at a good speed in Toowoomba. So providing the pace is strong, it's at about, I think, sixth, fourth or fifth one back in. So it's ready for the 1800 now long, providing it's, um, there's a good pace and it settles because it can, can be hard to hold in a race. If they go quick enough, it'll, it's, it's probably about on, on the mark to be going close tomorrow night. Sling one of the jockeys' handbags. Just sling them something to put the speed on up front. Oh, generally, generally you're unlucky if they, they don't go pretty quick in Toowoomba, but yeah, there can be the odd occasion they slow up because he is one of the hardest. Or even Ronnie Golson, he was riding, he rode it, and he said it's one of the hardest horses he's had to ride in a race because a couple of times I've ridden it and I've actually, people think I've taken off, you know, I've been unlucky just to get beaten. I said, well, I didn't take off the other horse took off. He pulls that hard. So, But anyway, I think... Uh, he, they'll have it sorted out and um, if things work out good and the paces slick up fun I think yeah, he'll be riding the money tomorrow night and is Dale Groves uh, he's been around for a bit where you would know has he always been based around Toowoomba area yeah well Dale I only knew, I only knew Dale more when I come back in the last seven years to Queensland he's um, uh, he's uh, He's married to Christy Banks, and or goes out with Christy Banks, and I used to ride against Christy's dad, Graham, um, when I was a fan. So that's how the kind of connection is there. But he's, I've had a lot of luck with Dale I've, since I've been back. He's put, you know, he takes him with a win. He's a smart trainer. He places him well, takes him to the country, or he sneaks into town midweeks. I've ridden a couple there for him, and he, they're always, you know, on the money somewhere. If they don't win, they're on a the place. So he's a very smart trainer, and uh, he's, he haven't had a ride for him for actually a couple of months. And uh, he rang me up two weeks ago to make sure I rode this horse in Toowoomba. So uh, no matter where I went, I was always going to get back to Toowoomba and make sure it fitted in wherever I rode before before Toowoomba. So it's it's working good tonight. Hambo, you're a champion. Best of luck uh, today and tonight, and uh, have a great cosplay weekend. Uh, great chat. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Hambo. Okay, thanks, fellas. See you. Right. There is Paul Hamblin, uh, hardest working jockey going around, and uh, you can just hear it in his voice. He just loves to ride horses, oh, doesn't he? He'll never stop riding horses, Sammy. <laughs> He's a legend, Hambo, and uh, yeah, let's hope he has a bit of luck today and tonight. Uh, let's get our next break out of the way. We'll come back on the other side, and we're going to have a chat to Sabir Alim. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download on this Saturday morning. Cox Plate weekend and uh, we've got a big night of racing tonight at Toowoomba with uh, seven races ahead of us. And Chris O, I've done it again. You've found somebody we haven't spoken to. I've found somebody that we have not had on the show. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Sabir Alarm has got a few runners, a couple of runners tonight. He trained a winner at uh, Toowoomba not so long ago, actually, with uh, Cassowary and uh, does a good job with his horses. Sabir, welcome to the Darling Download. Thank you. Thank you. Good to have you on board now. Tell us a bit about yourself, Sabir. Tell us about your background and, and how you got involved in, in horse racing. 
Yeah, myself is Sabir Alam. I'm from originally from India. I've been in Australia since 2006. I came to work for Gaywar House. I worked for her almost 10 years as a junior foreman. And then I decided to become a jockey, but now my only two brothers have been working in Dubai for Sheikh Muhammad and none of them, my granddad or grandpa or anyone uh, in the racing industry, but myself, I was in India, in Hyderabad, working, uh, learning, riding to go to Dubai to make some money early age, but my brother said to me, there's a link, we can go to England, um, they provide everything for me, all facilities and everything. I need every money for visa and traveling to England. So um, I got an English visa, UK visa for two years. I work for one in Tenaco, Carl Buck, North Yorkshire. Then I moved to New Market, where I work for William Haggis, one of them Lester Pages, son in law. Then then my visa ran out, so I had the opportunity to come to Australia to work for Gaywater House. So I started my career in Australia with Gaywater House. Then I worked for a long time, like 10, almost 10 years. Then I decided to become a jockey. So I went to, I think that place called Chesnock. I went to do my apprenticeship over there with Todd Hallett. And then I done my cross and everything over there. Then I went to Orange. I stayed there for two years. There's some big names That's there. That's all. Yeah. There's some big yeah. names. William Haggis, Gay Waterhouse. Yeah. I mean, what was it like yeah. working uh, working with Gay? I mean, that would have been in a good era for her. I mean, every era seems to be good for her, but she would have had a lot of good horses. Yeah, I rode uh, lots of good horses with her. Like when I was there, there was Tuesday Joy, Bentley Biscuit, Dan Zero. More oh, joyous, yep. yeah, wow. yeah, like those of those horses. I rode for her as a track walk. I learned how to gallop against Nesovella, Black Sin, Kathy O'Hara, and Mark, uh, Mark Newman, Neil Penn. They were working with Kay at that at the time when I was. And one of them foreman was, uh, we call him Lofty. I don't know what his real name is. And they were they all been very nice to me. They respect me. They they treat me like a family. Then I stay there for a while, like then they sponsor me, Gaywood House, then I stay in Australia. I didn't have to go back. If they wouldn't sponsor, I had to go back to India. Tell me, Sabir, yeah. Neil Payne, did he wear that same sort of clothing <laughs> those days that he wears on TV now when he when, when he's representing gay and gets a <laughs> yeah. winner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he always been funny, yeah. He's always, I was joking with there. him and he's always, always he's like that, but... Um, on a race day, he didn't wear like this, but when he was going to the party and stuff, you know, like when they had a winner, like uh, three winners in the same day at Monbon Cup Day that year, and Gay throw us a big party at Doncaster Hotel in Benwick, and then he was dressing, dressed up like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks great. Yeah. Stands out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it like working uh, for Gay? Well, you, know, you obviously would have learned a hell of a lot, but 
Was she great? I I learned hell. Of, I when I came to Australia, I didn't even know anything about racing. Then I worked for her, and I learned a lot and a lot. With every thing she was doing, I was focusing, and I learned a lot about racing over there with Gavard House. Then when I start moving different like uh, suburb like Orange, Double, Wellington, like those places, I pick up some of them from them, those little tenors as well, yeah. So then, then I work here for Deegan since 2012 with Mick Lackey, by Duff, still Ryan, like sort of those people and everybody treating me like a family and friends and always in, I'm still in Deegan. Okay, yes, I don't like moving around too much. I like to stay in. You've done a lot of moving around. But doing my apprenticeship, we got to go. We got to do it. Otherwise, now when you do apprenticeship, you life in yeah, easy get a rod and get a connection with the horses. You know, so I'm still holding my jockey lessons. I still riding trolls, and whenever I can, the jockey, where I can get a ride, I can. But I'm a bit heavy at the moment because. And Sabia, he's just cutting out right. a little bit. Is yep. Sabia, is uh, when did you sort of decide that uh, you're going to take out a, a trainer's ticket and, and start doing it yourself? Um, that's not long ago. Only uh, I think 2018. I think I started, and I bought one of them horse called Spirit Christian Online, Bloodstock Online. And I had only one horse, and she won like two races and five, six placing in in one year. Uh, within one year, then after I just keep continuing. So I can, if I would have a family, they could have helped me on the race day. I could ride in the race, but on the race day, you have to find a staff to take to the races, the horses. So um, that's that's why I'm not like riding at the moment because it's hard to find a, a strapper and help helper on the race day because as everyone is busy, you know? Yeah, and right. Life and partner and stuff, yeah. So I'm still holding a jockey license. Uh, I'm still riding trolls, Bowman, Eagle Farm, and uh, Deegan. I rode my last ride, I think, this year in March, and third after five years. I had only one ride in Balena. It's still on the same horse, so why? Over there. Yeah. Wow. So it's been yeah. uh, it's been a massive journey that 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 you've been on. Obviously, from the time you left India to to then Dubai, then go to England, and and then uh, you know your time with Gay Waterhouse, and then you end up here in in Deegan and training horses. How many horses have you got in work now? I got three horses at the moment and two racing on Saturday and. One is spelling at the moment. We just gone for last week, and another one coming this week, I think. Yeah, so three horses uh, got only in work, and one of them born the other day, uh, 9th of September. Uh, and she won very well up there, but that's why I'm going back to Toowoomba, see if she can do the same things again. Yeah, so that's in race five tonight. Cassowary, uh, Wanderson Devilla takes night, the... I think. Tomorrow yeah. night, I think, Saturday night, tomorrow. Wanderson, Friday, so. Wanderson yeah. Devilla takes the ride. And uh, yeah. so what are you expecting with Cassowary? I'm expecting 
but if if jockey ride how I want to ride the horse, I think she will go close. But most of them jockey, they do their own things on the race day. They think they know everything, so they're not listening to me. They're staying back. I say to them, if you stay too far back from the leader, my horse doesn't have that much ton of food, so she can make 15 lands, 20 lands, last 600 meters. If you close to leader behind the leader, like five lands, six lands behind, she will she will go good. But since when when the jockey listened to me at Toowoomba, and she won the race. But since then, hasn't been out of the jockey or horse. I don't, I don't understand. That's why I feel sometimes ride myself, but the weight getting only 54, 54. So I can't make 54 at the moment. I can ride 56, 56 and a half at the moment. This is why, this is uh, why, Sabia, you've got to kick, you got to say, if you don't do what I tell you, I'm going to kick you in the shins, like <laughs> like George Hanlon used to, like kick you, say, I will, I will dead set kick you in the shins if you don't do as you're told. Got to be, got to be oh, firm buddy. with them, Sabia. Be firm. <laughs> but in Australia, you can't, you can't do that. It's hard to tell people if they're not doing things, you can at least, you can don't put them on again, like that's why. My ex jockey you not know, riding to, uh, on Toowoomba. I changed the jockey because of that. You know, yeah. uh, Only we uh, can do just change the jockey. We can't argue with them. You know, no, get some new but, blood. But I when, like, I, was, like when I was when I was in India, if some jockey or apprentice did, done a mistake, the master can kick in the ass. <laughs> but yeah, he not can't. machines. <laughs> 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 yeah, good. Oh, jeez, I wish there was more of that here, I seem to be interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, I agree, but yeah, is that yeah. is that the Gay Waterhouse training coming out in you? Go forward. Yeah, I, I know if you go forward, you don't have to dictate too many horses. you got at least only got to dictate like one or two horses if you are behind the leader or somewhere. When you're far away back, you have to go through a whole field. Sometimes you close the gap. You don't have, you, your horse got... You can run, but can't get room to get out. You know? Yep, you got yeah. you got to rely on too so much you got luck. Gay Waterhouse, I believe Gay Waterhouse is doing the right thing. That's why she's the successful woman in Australia because she's doing the right thing. Go forward, go forward. Always, even 2000 meter race, when Tessio won, won in front. Understand? Tessio, she was a he was a group one horse when I was working with her. And one of them horse uh, called Cheeky Choice. When I was looking after her, she won at Randwick, Group One race, and go forward and always win. You know. But well, look at Alligator Blood. He goes forward. Yeah. He goes forward, and now it's how good she's going with yeah, Have a look at it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so when you go, when you go backward, you already behind. You know. So you got to and go a long to way. all through field. Yeah, long yep. way to come, you know. Yeah. Yep. And what about speed? I believe just go in front. Yeah. What about race six? You've got Belpiga. Belpiga. I think I think she will go. I believe she will, he will go good uh, on Saturday because when I got him month ago uh, from uh, I think Townsville, one of them ladies and I was training it. He had lots of problems. He had like sore back and hanging out badly, need to get his teeth done and stuff. So I done all those things. And uh, I got Michael Bryan, the chiropractor, to check him out. 
and other day last week and he checked it he pointed me where he has problem and i've been treating on them and i worked this whole this morning didn't hang at all didn't hang any like left or right nothing so he went straight this morning so hopefully i think i think it's improving i think he will go close in toomba on saturday night i believe good job well Sabia, it's been a fascinating chat. Best of luck at uh, at Toowoomba, and uh, yeah, hope you have a ripping weekend. All the best. Thanks, Sabia. Yeah, thank you very, very much. Nice to talk to you. You all have a great, great weekend. Thank you. You too. Good job. There is Sabia Alam. He's got two runners tonight. Good on him. He's, See, that's, uh, you would never go have known. Forward. Go forward. Oh, I love that. Yeah, but you would never have known Gay Waterhouse, William Haggis. I, I mean, know. unless you big rock stars. Nice get. Yep, like that's good. Well Great. Done. Well done, Sammy. Good chat. Right. It's tipping time. On the other side of this break, we are going to tip up a storm. The Cox Plate meeting. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download. It is tipping time and we have got the main man, the tipping superstar, Jonathan Davies from Aquas on the line. Uh, good week last week, JD. Uh, I'm still trailing the field. Yeah, look, I haven't totaled up the numbers last week. I had a spreadsheet malfunction. Right. Uh, however, I will do last week's and this week's and send them to you for next week because okay. I won't be here next week. So uh, I'll give you all the information you need. I know I only got one winner, so you probably made ground on me. Righto. Let's get into tipping as we welcome JD. And i tell you what, what am I? I'm going to Woomba. Uh, that's last week. Uh, to Woomba is, gee whiz, this is a bad start. You want me to go first? Yeah. No, here we go. Here we go. To Woomba. Race three, number eight, Bright Daisy. JD. Uh, I haven't had a chance to look at Toowoomba, to be honest, but uh, I'm going to go a little bit further north, go to Townsville. Ah. Uh, the two-year-old race, the Paladrina, the Phillies division, was race five, number eight, Silver Glitter. Um, I sold this filly, actually, and kept a share myself. She trialled really well uh, about a week or so ago. She's held together well since, and um, hoping she'll take care of these. Is that a tip? Owner's tip. Beautiful. Yeah, owner's tip. You know what happens to them? We love it. The tags well, doesn't like you know, them. I don't mind you know them. Nothing, <laughs> nothing improves the horse like ownership. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I'll go to Toowoomba and on with you, Sammy. Race three, number eight, Bright Daisy. I think it looks a nice race for her. That's easy. I am keeping the Toowoomba theme at Doombin. I'm going race eight, number five, Our Magnus for the Gearins. J.D. I'm race nine, number 11, Eagles Crag. Uh, good first up for a day, and should be winning second up. I'm with you, JD. Race nine, number 11, Eagles Crag. Looks an absolute, looks a moral on paper. Now, I'm sticking, uh, sitting out of the Mooney Valley meeting uh, down south and going to Randwick. Race four, number seven, Hollywood Hero. Gee, I think this is a good race for this horse. Mm-hmm. I'm race. Seven, number two, Tom Kitten in the Group One Spring Champion Stakes. I'm with you, JD. Ah, oh, <laughs> the, the, Tommy Kitten. He can't lose. Another moral on paper. It, surely, surely he's not going to be giving a big start today. 
Sure. If I tell you what, if he gets beaten, put it in the sausage category next week. <laughs> yeah, you could be right, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Now, what about uh, before you go, JD, Cox Plate? What, what, what do you think of the race? I think it's a great race. I think like there's been a little bit of thing around people saying it's not a very strong Cox Plate, but I completely disagree with that. I just think it's a very open race. But um, Romantic Warrior... I think his run was a lot better than it suggested first up. Then a lot of people sort of wanted to bag him, but I always thought it was a really good race. I think it's, I think you could have six picks in the race and miss the winner. Yeah, yeah. But for, um, sure. for the record, I'm going to go with the three-year-old militarised. Mm. Mm. I think Chris, hey, you're that way too. Yeah, I'm alligator blood and militarised. And I would have uh, actually backed Zaki if, if they had a, been able to pick a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. he's actually going really well. I think See, he's a forgotten horse. There's another ingredient. I mean, Zaki is he going as well as he has in the past? Well, maybe he is. Yeah, I, I really do. I really think he is. And I thought his gallop on Tuesday morning, um, at the breakfast with the best or, or whatever they they call it. Um, I thought he worked really well, and um. I just wish he had a drawn a gate because I'm just worried that he's going to be caught deep with no cover now mm. or have to do too much work. Yep. Well, I am going completely left field and value all day. Number nine, Jewess. Jewess, Damien Oliver. Could he finish his career with another Cox Plate on the mantelpiece? Uh, that would be a great result. And Yeah, but I'm like you, JD. I, I just think uh, exactly you could have so many goes and, and miss, the, miss the winner. It's It's really quite even and fours and against for lots of horses uh, in the race. So it's going to be a great day. Great race day. Thanks, JD. Thanks, JD. All right. Cheers, guys. There is Jonathan Davies from Aquas. Now, remember, imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au, Sammy. You little beauty. Well, to all the punters out there, I hope you uh, enjoy well, I've got some Toowoomba tips, actually. Yeah, Let's go through down. those. Race one, number three, Russian sub. Race mm. two, number 10, Chasing Jackley. Mm. Race three, number eight, Bright Daisy. Race four, number five, Drang a Tang. Race five, number one, Alizano for Hambo. Race six, number one, Amazing Journey. And race seven, number one, BB Dazzler. They are my tips for Toowoomba tonight. Which will be a big meeting to either add to our winnings or get out of trouble. Let's hope so. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Chris O. Thanks, Sammy. Uh, Enjoy Cox Blake Day. Yes, it's going to be an absolute beauty. We will be back same time next week. All the best, punters.